Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Jamaku. Inside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dave, Brendan Decker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Sunday's coming. I'm sure he. Charles Woody's side. Where you are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling. Hey Sam. Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome. Today, two of podcast month. And whoa, it's day two of Wrestle WrestleMania. WrestleMania Day, right? WrestleMania Day for the internationally known dudes at Ringside Podcast. I am your host, wait, 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 wait. Joe the Panther the Third, and from the top of the Metal Mountain, oh yeah, it's the Happy Heel himself. Metal geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally? No, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? I'm good. I'm just listening for the listening for the guests. <laughs> because let's give a war, dudes at Ringside. Welcome to the host of the Scottish Wrestling Network, Billy. What's up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. I'm. I'm. I'm great. I'm a little bit tired because, uh, you know, we've got to stay up to 5 a.m. over here to watch WrestleMania. But, you know, I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm, I'm powered on Red Bull oh, to do this. <laughs> oh, God, man. Where did we start, Joe? He's going to watch uh, WrestleMania tonight and be like, guys, I stayed up all night last night watching Let's WrestleMania. Let's hope it doesn't suck. You'd have been like, you know, like, know, guys, yeah. the hell. <laughs> But no, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was rep, repping the old oh, yeah. 16, so um, yeah, it was all worth it. The attitude well, last night, I mean, if I was living in Scotland right now, I think I'd say it was well worth staying up for. <laughs> oh, 100%. It was absolutely worth it. So, yeah. Thank you. Be fine. Night two. Night two, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, because if, I, if I pass out mid mid podcast, I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's fine. See that your head falls to the side. You know, you, it, it gets over. He's good. That's, <laughs> it. That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wake him up at the end of the podcast. So, if our fans aren't familiar with you and your podcast, introduce yourself. Um, so, okay, for those unaware, my name is Billy. Uh, I do the SWN podcast is kind of what I mainly do now. Uh, so Scottish Wrestling Network was a, a passion project for just keeping news up to date, Scottish wrestling, previews, news, whatever. And uh, during the pandemic, I started a podcast, SWN podcast, where I talked to Scottish wrestlers, funnily enough. And uh, yeah, that was that was March 20, no, June 2020, I started that. And uh, here we are, April 2022, and I'm still churning out podcasts uh, weekly basis. So it's it's been a, it's it's weird. It's a lot of fun, and we get to hear maybe 
the names that you don't know of, uh, they're maybe hiding in the pockets of Scotland. Um, we get them on and we just have a chat for about an hour or so and have a good time doing it. Yeah, that, that's kind of like the goal of our podcast. We try to we try to have the local independent wrestlers on our podcast and uh, to get them more exposure into like the mainstream. And we like, for example, we've been reaching out to like English and Scottish wrestlers. So that's great. Also, we could even help you guys out or across the pond over there. You know? Yeah, like it's it's something else, Billy. That like now more than half of the American wrestlers haven't re- don't really respond. And we get people from the different countries responding faster. So I'm like, fuck. Why not? <laughs> why, why not? It's, it's a free platform for them. You know what I mean? Exactly. And for those that want to have their story told or, or again, just want to have a chat, then they're always the most responsive uh, guests to have as well. Because um, the worst thing you can have is reach out to someone and kind of strong arm them, strong arm them onto your podcast and then ask maybe five questions that are a bit, crap questions and they just just blank you and kind of feel like you've you've forced them on uh so it's it's always good to, to have people that want to be on that's always a good start and and thankfully i've been pretty lucky with maybe 99 percent of the guests that i've had on have been just fantastic to speak to and, and sometimes if they don't even want to like ask and do the full question thing they could um they could just go and tell their stories and just tell what they're all about, their character, how the character got developed, whatever they want. You know what I mean? So all about themselves and just yeah. take, take away with it. And you don't we, like, uh, like normally we're, we have wrestlers on here and like we have them tell their stories. But if you want to like say, uh, say like, any funny stories or anything that you've had with your podcast and stuff like that, anything like, like how you get people or and stuff like that, anything funny stories like that, or um, you no, know, I'd be, I'd be, it's been quite smooth sailing for a lot of the times I can remember. Anyway, um, I've had a lot of problems, things like trying to get the podcast uploaded because I am working with the oldest equipment known to man. But um, I think probably the only awkward interaction I've ever had with with uh, a guest uh, i suppose getting a setup was with uh, joe hendry and nothing that he did nothing that he did was awkward about it but because yeah, i use zoom um usually i just i get set up on the day send in the link once i'm set up and then that's it they drop in but i thought it's joe hendry ring of honor uh you know I, i'm gonna be a bit more professional i'm gonna schedule this meeting I've never done that before scheduled it sent in the link great and then I went into the link on Zoom and I waited, waited, no Joe, Joe wasn't there, checked my emails and he was emailing me going, are we still doing this? I'm in the, the, the Zoom room now. So going, but I'm in the Zoom room. How is this possible? Um, so yeah, I've, I've figured out that I have to actually click the same link I sent him to get into the same room. Mm-hmm. So uh, for, for, I think we spoke for 40 minutes, uh, but if if I actually worked out how to use technology correctly, I could have had him for an hour, uh, you know. So it's just one of those things that's happened. But no, I, it, I've been very lucky. I've been there's been ones where I've had to cancel or or that for varying reasons, busyness, and they've just not responded again or, or stuff like that. But I've been I've been quite it's been quite drama free uh, in the podcast world. It's just a case of of just 
getting new new voices on and I'm I'm fast running out of Scottish wrestlers to speak to so I'm gonna have to hope there's a new batch of trainees coming through soon so I can nab them after their first matches <laughs> yeah or, or if there's some American wrestlers you might want to pick up that's another one right there so or Australian or British Italian or <laughs> well, we'll have a place for you there's there's just loads of spin-off stuff that I do as well so oh. if, if I can if we can get the time then then give me a shout we'll try and figure it out I'll okay. send you a list of wrestlers from America and from uh, uh, the British people, uh, the UK wrestlers. Okay, that sounds not so mean. The UK wrestlers that uh, that that are really awesome. They're all awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that make give you some good info and some fun stories and funny stories from the road that are really and American wrestlers that are really good. Yeah, we've, we've got a wild Billy right here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Colm. Colm is in the chat. <laughs> Thanks for the follow, by the way. Follow us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. By the Thank way, you for the follow. Our cat, our, our our dancing cat appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my brainstorm. The cat, the, the, <laughs> the dancing cat. cat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, we got WrestleMania to talk about, or yeah, let's talk about WrestleMania. NXT, mm-hmm. if you want to start that first, or uh... I mean, if if you want, I, I missed the first two matches at NXT, so oh. it, it won't be the most exciting. Let's just go WrestleMania. WrestleMania is way more exciting to speak yeah. about. So, <laughs> All right. so um, they opened up with uh, the uh, with uh, Nakamura and Boogs versus uh, versus the Usos. What, what was your thoughts on that match? Now, um. I'm just looking at how long it was on for. It was it was only six minutes, or just under seven minutes, apparently. Mm-hmm. It felt a bit long, even then. But I, I think it was obviously Rick Boogs got injured yeah. uh, towards the, the end, and then that kind of ground the match to a halt a little bit, and and that's how it ended. So I don't really I don't watch the weekly programming. I'll catch the clips of it on YouTube. That's pretty much my my wherewithal with all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, I wasn't the match was all right. It was fine. I was more excited because it was it was WrestleMania. I, I think that kind of carried over for the seven minutes that was there. It was going, it's WrestleMania. I'm staying up. It's it's it's. What was it mid? Was it uh, one o'clock in the morning at that point? I was like, I was just oh, excited. Dear. I was just buzzing to see wrestling at that point. So it, it kind of that that kind of helped it its case. But match itself, yeah, it was all right. It was, it was a nice little opener. I mean, nothing like a solid WrestleMania opener. But I think I think uh, like you said, uh, boobs getting hurt was like if they were supposed to win the titles the tag titles or the, the match was supposed to go longer i don't know what was supposed to happen but you know yeah it's a shame for him and i think what were they saying he's going to be out for a little bit some torn patella i have no idea the, the anatomy of a body uh, i know i just put play food in it and then hope for the best uh but yeah it's, it sounds like it was quite a nasty one so i'm interested to see what they do with nakamura afterwards if he's gonna Maybe have a wee wee couple a pay per view run with with whoever's champion at the end of night too. You know, they could they wouldn't take long for them to build them up as a contender. I mean, maybe like uh, Boots would still play into the ring, but not actually get involved in the match. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. something with on a guitar. So in a wheelchair, he's in a wheelchair playing guitar. Could work. Could work. Something. Something. Right. Something. He right? could play guitar. He could be in a wheelchair doing it. Trust me. Hey, Dave Grohl could do it. There you go, right? Yeah. Dave Grohl is a legend, dude. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> so, uh, but it, all, on to the next match. We had uh, Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. 
that was a pretty solid match for uh, Baron Corbin match, to be honest with you. I, I liked it. I mean, it, it's, of course, I'm going to have some sort of bias towards it because, you know, it's Drew. It's Drew McIntyre that's in it. Um, but it was it was quite cool. It was it was got to see the the end of days kicked out of for the first time ever. That was uh, protected. Which, Sorry. Yeah. So like I say it was so protected that it, it took a WrestleMania. It was a WrestleMania moment for it was finally kicked out of and and all. And I mean the match itself again solid. I mean it's Bart Corbin or Happy Corbin. He's not the most uh, exciting wrestlers for no. for a lot of people, but he always puts on at least a solid match. There's ne- you never usually get anything, any blown spots. You rarely get any botches out of him. He always puts on a damn solid match. Exciting? No. Solid? Yes. Um, and then, of course, Drew cut two ropes with uh, with a sword called Angela. So that's that was ace. <laughs> I, I just want to add to that, but isn't that the goal of Baron Corbin? I mean, he gets the heat because he's boring. You know what I mean? So he's not supposed to be the most exciting because... He's, he wants you to hate him, and it's working yeah. because people do actually physically do hate him. So, and it makes his opponents uh, more ex- be more excited, and more loved, and, and and cheered on, which is perfect. That's that's wrestling a one on one, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so um, next match we're gonna have. Uh, what was the next match we had? Okay. Oh, dude. I lost count. <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. Uh, Mysterio's versus Miz and Logan Paul. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was good. That that match, I mean, a lot of people were crapping on Logan Paul even before the match started. I oh, did. the stuff but, they said was the Killer, B two, Killer Bees 2.0. That was hilarious. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, like, Logan Paul, yeah, he's, he's quite a uh, – what, what, what did they use for seeing a polarizing figure? We'll go over mm-hmm. that. Well, I mean, maybe more one side than the other, uh, but he gets it. He gets wrestling. He he was the bad guy. He was the heel. He made sure that he interacted with the crowd to do it. His in-ring work, you know, wasn't perfect, but, you know, we're not expecting miracles at this point because he's been in the PC for, for six months, if that. Uh, he's He worked well with, the, with Mysterios. His character played well with The Miz. It was just, you know... We're now seeing, I think, the last few uh, celebrity uh, in-ring guys, uh, your Bad Bunny, uh, your, um, I was going to say T- Tyson Fury, but maybe not that one. Uh, <laughs> but you're, like, you're, you're guys that are their celebrities going through the performance center, and it shows that the PC works. Uh, whether whether people want to admit it or not, it shows it works because they're taking these guys that have some sort of athletic background, or at least are, are willing to try, and putting in them into WrestleMania or putting them into pay-per-view matches, and they're just they're exceeding any expectations that you have. Um, I mean, you're in the ring with Rey Mysterio, so Mysterio is just a, a amazing anyway. Uh, and Amazing. Dominic, he's only been yeah. what going around since since last year, was it last year? Yeah, yeah. I think two, two, two years ago. I think it was twenty twenty. Yes, twenty twenty SummerSlam. So he's he they've just for everything that could have went wrong in this match, it didn't. It was just a really great tag team match with very divided. These, these, these are the heels. These are the faces. The crowd played along as well. And then we got the big Miz moment at the end of it all where he, uh, where he gave Logan Paul the skull crushing finale. So, you know, it's... it's. When I'm looking at it again, I'm looking at the time of these things, just over 10 minutes, that was a beautiful 10 minutes. I, I enjoyed it. 
And yeah, not only that, the guy got so much heat for just trying to do the uh, the the three amigos during the match. The crowd it's funny though. No, it's funny with Logan Paul though. He did the three amigos better than Rey Mysterio did. <laughs> wow. He popped the hips so much nicer. <laughs> and then did the frog splash too. They did the, they the insult to injury right there. The crowd just ate that up right there when he did the frog splash. You know, but it goes to show you he like he was training in the performance center, like you said, that he cared so much about WrestleMania and how he looked and everything that he put the extra effort into it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the outfits they, they came out in uh, uh was it? Ramister had the was told him the Mexican flag, which that was cool, and his son Dominic was just like Eddie. You saw the the red, white, and blue. So he was like he was telling playing tribute to Eddie from AAA, AAA wrestling. His father, yeah, yeah. tribute to his father. It's KFA father. It's KFA yeah. father right there. KFA dad. <laughs> Don't tell Ray. Don't tell Ray. Don't tell Ray. Is that why Dominic does the frog splash? Uh oh, I think so. Don't have one podcast and say that. Hey, Andy, what's up? What's going on, right? Oh yeah, hey, what's going on? That's another person that you should uh, try to get on the pod. Luna, Luna Tricks. She's from yeah. England. She's uh, another really good uh, wrestler. That's really good. She's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, my DMs are open for for. I mean, don't send me anything weird, but you know, DMs no, are open. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're also, you mentioned uh, Logan Paul. Like he was also working with the Miz, so the Miz could probably be a really good coach to Logan Paul as well because mm-hmm. he's got so yeah. much experience. I mean, we'll, we'll get on to uh, the other guys, but if you if you've got a celebrity or got someone who's maybe apprehensive, there's two guys that you're guaranteed to at least get something great out of them, like guaranteed, and that's the Miz and Seth Rollins, probably the other one as well. If mm-hmm. you're wanting to get in the ring. These are the guys that you that you're going to be in absolute 100% safe hands. Not saying anyone else wouldn't be, but these are the guys you trust to get it right. And exactly, they, it's and it's it's it shows that these guys how trusted they are when they're getting likes of like say Bad Bunny, like they're getting Logan Paul, and and they're putting on really great matches. Exactly, and and to to forget the match that uh, Ronda had at WrestleMania 34. She forget who was in the ring with that one. You had Triple H, you had Stephanie, and you had Kurt all in that one match. Her first match right there. So there you go. And yes, we are very much so, Andy. Uh, we're we're look, totally looking forward to tonight. Like, let's. Do you want to start doing the predictions yeah, for tonight? Yeah, we, do. We, we didn't even finish talking about it. Let's, <laughs> there we go. We didn't. You're, you're jumping the gun, Joe. What the heck? You know, I got yeah. excited. <laughs> Super safe. Yeah. So next match we had uh, we had Becky Lynch and Bianca. As as far as the matches itself, this was my favorite match of the night because mm-hmm. it just it didn't stop. It just went for uh, about twenty minutes, and it just they just had so much story. They had so much uh, like so many close calls. Bianca is probably one of the best wrestlers in the company right now dare i say it best come well one of the best wrestlers in the u.s at the very least uh because she's she's just per, she just gets what she's doing i mean uh, my my big criticism with her when she started on the main roster and you know someone who's never wrestled in, uh, a lick in their life but um it was she never let anything breathe 
everything was move, 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 move. And now she's got that pauses down and it just adds the drama. It adds the just the the little things that make a match so great. And Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, of course she she knows how to do all this kind of stuff now. And um it was a it was redemption, it was vindication. It's it was what six months of a story ish, uh or since SummerSlam. And uh yeah, it was it was it was brilliant. I really enjoyed this one. This, yeah, this this match, my God, I, I, I can't describe how great this match was. This, uh, because it was also, like you said, six months of storytelling because the fans go, oh, Becky Lynch just comes back to beat Bianca in a six-second squash match. I'm like, it's storytelling. Just see where it's going to go down the line because they probably have a plan for what they want to do. And that was the plan that they were going to lead at WrestleMania. So they wanted the fans to get mad. So, and have Becky turn heel. So, but it was just, and the match delivered on every single level. So, in this match. Yeah, totally. 100%. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally, totally. But, um, yeah, Joe, Joe, what's your opinion? Um, I, and as you were talking about the person that got mad, I'm one of the ones I'm like, you you uh, give Bianca the belt and then she loses at SummerSlam with a returning Becky Lynch. They should have added to that storyline. Maybe had her beat her on SmackDown or waited a little longer to give um, Becky back the belt. But like immediately, well, yeah. But SummerSlam, you want you want that big surprise. You know what I mean? I know, you want like, that big star at SummerSlam. So you know what I mean? You know, it's like yeah. those bag of chips. You want to savor every chip in the bag and not just. You know what I mean, Billy? Like, like savor every chip in the bag. You have that soda. You know you're close to the end, but you want to savor that whole bag. Like, eat every chip and taste every grain of salt you're eating. You know what I mean? Like, savor. Like, savor. Like, just don't eat the whole bag and then sip your soda at the end. Like, Yeah, but you don't want to do what they did to Coffee and Brock on SmackDown and have them no, actually like 30 that seconds. That was horrible. I but... felt so bad. But at the same time, so SummerSlam, you wait for Becky to come back at SummerSlam, one of the second biggest shows of the year, and then you have the match, and then you lead it to WrestleMania, which they absolutely had a blast of a match. So. Becky's probably, since she came back, is there was a little bit of a stuttering period, of course, a bit of ring rust and what have you, but uh, her matches with the likes of, of uh, Charlotte and uh, Dewdrop and just anyone that she's been in the ring with, they've been elevated by her being there, Liv Morgan being another, um, that that she's now just the top tier, and that just makes Bianca's win even better. Uh, I mean, they, they make the thing of big time Bex and all that kind of stuff, but she really is at the top of the food chain with probably Charlotte as well, and the fact that Bianca has has built her way back up from from the bottom. Literally, she had whatever feuds. She won the Elimination Chamber and then uh, finally defeated Becky. It's just, that's, when WWE do storytelling well, this is what we get, and it's worth the wait. It definitely. That's what, that's what I always say. It's like, it's like you, you want to, like like Joe just said, you want to eat that little chips at, at a time. You don't want to, you don't want to eat the whole bag, because if you eat the whole bag, you're like, damn you're it. You're either get a stomach ache, or you'll either be you're like, like, I want more now. I, yeah, like, I finished the whole bag. And, Dang it! It's like it's like I finished the whole bag, and now I want more. 
So <laughs> your hand goes in the bag and you're like, gosh darn it. Yeah, so you no. wanna you wanna like you said, wait the storyline out and then just build it from there. But yeah, as she said that uh, it was a such a smooth finish, by the way. That the finish of the match with the the flip where she just turned it into the KOD at the end. Absolutely beautiful, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the crowd the, the crowd were all in all in on the on the finish as well, which makes it even better. ESD, yeah. ESD is so so good. Her in ring ability is amazing. Yep. Now, yeah. now, now we're going to talk about a little bit what I think is absolutely the match of the night: Seth versus Cody. Mm-hmm. But Seth was just waiting there, waiting there, waiting there, and you hear the music. Wrestling has more than one royal family. That's when the crowd lost their shit at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I didn't watch. I don't watch much AEW if at all. I kind of keep a track on on results and that because it's just, it's just not for me. I've watched mm-hmm. enough to know it's not for me, and that's fine. People can enjoy it. I'm not going to say that they're right or wrong. Um, so I was seeing bits of this Cody stuff, and I've seen his Homelander gear and all that kind of stuff, and his uh, saving. Uh, solving racism and all that kind of weird shit he's been on uh, in AEW. Um, even though I'm not that, I wasn't that interested in Cody Rhodes himself. Again, it's it's WrestleMania, so these moments when that happened. If it was anyone other than Cody, I think I would be disappointed because it was so heavily rumored to be him. I would have been like, because you hear what rumors that she was going to be Shane McMahon, maybe. If 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 Shane came out, I would have been like, oh well, I can go for a crap. I'm gonna go and have a piss. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna refresh my uh, snacks <laughs> here. I'm all right with it. But my like my my head like prediction was gonna be it was gonna be Shane would come out and then he would introduce his new client that he signed personally, and it was gonna be Cody Rhodes. So even though my, in my head I thought it's still gonna be Cody either way. Um, the only thing I was really shocked about is that tattoo is real. I yes. thought it might have just been a. You know, they get the ones, remember, you used to just put on your arm and use some hot water or, yeah, or that. whatever it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we stick on oh, ones. Oh, oh, yeah, the stick of the fake ones where you, you put it on. Yeah, usually you, you should get gum with it. Uh, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I thought, I, I saw it and I go, oh my God, that's that's a choice. That's, that's a, certainly a choice of branding, uh, more ways than one. So, but no, uh, the match itself, it was good. It had a lot of like, it had a good flow because I had a lot of dips down and, and then they did whatever to get the crowd back invested. And I think, I think I felt a little bit long. It felt it a little bit long because I think it's because I really enjoyed Bianca versus Becky so much. I need a little bit of a, a come down, a little bit of come down time just to go right. That match is amazing. We've got this one on. That's cool. It's good. It's good. But when it came towards the end, when they were teasing Cody hitting the pedigree and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, this is just fan service at its <laughs> highest order because they're just doing all these little things and Cody doing all the like uh, doing dust, uh, Dustin's uh, snap power slam and all these little, little bits that, that maybe the surface fan of the casual wouldn't get, but us nerds on the internet will be like, oh, that's, that's because of this, that's because of that. And it's just, yeah, it was really, really fun. It was one I, I think I could watch back and enjoy it more um, now that I'm, I've actually had a couple hours of sleep. Not so, only that, not only that, he finished it off with the, the bionic elbow, Dusty's finisher, right there. He hit the crossroads like three times, and then he hit the bionic elbow. That's Dusty with the 
stuff so do you think this time around he's going to be all dedicated to his dad like it's going to be like tribute to my dad this is for my dad and stuff like that god i hope no i hope not because i mean it, there's there's it's all well you mentioned him a couple of times over the course of a year uh but you don't want you don't want anything like you know uh remember the really awkward time oh, where studio won the Oh, on that, I was going to say, remember the awkward time Ray Mysterio won the, the Raw Rumble and all he would say would be, oh, he's doing it for Eddie. And by the time he did it, like the fourth week in a row, you're going, shut up. Just <laughs> get on. <laughs> get on with it's it. Like, shut up, man. <laughs> it's, it's your time. It's your time. I, I had yeah. my moment. So there's, there's ways. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Cody's smart enough uh, to, to know uh, how how when to pull the dusty card out uh just as and when he doesn't need to do it every single match he can do the bionic elbow in in every second ma- big match you know uh don't don't want to dilute it it's like uh, you know canadian destroyers everyone does them now they're diluted so you know it's just just he just needs to just pick and choose just when to do it and not just make it his character that he is he's dusty's son yeah, uh, he yeah. can just be he can be cody Rhodes. that's what he can be my dad, my dad. Today we were talking about how Cody came back, and my dad was like, "Dusty, it's me and the guy with the makeup." I was like, "No, oh. dad, he doesn't." He's like, "He has another son. He has two, <laughs> two sons." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's I sad." Half, I think that's a half son. I think that's his half son. Ed, Ed, Cody with a tear in his eye. I'm his son. <laughs> Cody cry. No, no, come back, Cody. No, 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 come back. Do you think? Do you think? How do you think? Do you think Cody? Now, I was talking with Joe a little earlier about this. Do you think that Cody um, wants to? Uh, I I don't think I don't see Cody going for like the big belt. I see him going for like the Intercontinental or U.S. or the U.S. because that's like kind of something like his dad would do. He wants to honor like the the mid card scene with like Mister Perfect and all that stuff. So I just see him doing, yeah, trying, yeah, trying to build that division up. I, that's what I see. Cause... Well, I mean, his, his belt looks like his gear, uh, the U.S. belt. It looks like his Homelander gear. So, I mean, I'm not going to complain if uh, WrestleMania Backlash we get um, Cody and Finn Balor and then maybe build up to Cody versus Seth Part 2 for SummerSlam, uh, whether it's whatever happens tonight, um, that there's a tournament for, for whatever title is is unified with the Universal or the WWE and they do a little tournament to, to crown a new champion because for whatever reason, want to carry one belt um and we get cody versus seth over the title in SummerSlam. that would be that would be deserved for at least seth anyway and i think that would be a good marquee match as well exactly he need, like i said he doesn't need to go for like the main belt he could go for intercontinental and just be and make that belt mean something you know what i mean because it's been a while since somebody actually made the intercontinental title mean something true yeah very true like the one thing I I kept hearing rumors on the internet about was that we were going to get a memorial ladder match for Razor Ramon and not not a peep anything nothing came up. What was that all about? Like I don't think WWE ever mentioned it. I think it's just some a uh, uh, pocket of of online Twitter people that suggested it and again gathered steam from there. I think there wasn't enough time to to. I mean. Then fans would have been like, "Oh, they've just they've just rushed it to a ladder match with one week's build." So, well, they can't win, so they'll just go with the course they've got. Uh, even though you know, I I would have instead of seeing 
the new day versus Seamus and Ridge Holland, which we'll see tonight, hopefully. Fingers crossed. We might not. Um, I would have loved to just see Ricochet Seamus, just straight up. Just give Seamus his Grand Slam, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's just some things. You can only run so many stories at the same time uh, without us having to get all cross-eyed and going, oh, what's happening here? You know, yeah. so that's just the way it goes. I, I still think the uh, wrong man was was on the uh, the bat, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I think they should have put Ricochet in Baron Corbin's spot. We, we should have just had Drew and Ricochet for the title. That could that could be your next. That could be a mess me a backlash. And if we get if we got something like that, and then we got SummerSlam Drew and Sheamus over the title again because their matches were just. Hard hitting and brutal, and so much fun to watch. Give him belt in between it; that would be fun. Yeah, Drew since coming back, man, just he's been just killing it right now, just killing it. Even even though he doesn't have the title right now, he's his matches are probably always match of the night. You know, mm-hmm. he's been killing Absolutely. it. So, yeah, so like it's so funny to think how long Sheamus has been in the game, and he has. I was watching YouTube about the WWE game, and. It's funny to think how many different versions of Sheamus have we seen in this video game. Like, he's been in WWE for how long now, now guys? How long has he been there? A while. Uh, main roster, 2009, he won the WWE title. So it'll be, yeah, 2009, I think he started in ECW. Um, the, so, yeah, probably by then. 2008, maybe, if that. Yeah, it's been every game that I've had gotten... Seamus has been in it. It's so weird. It's different versions of him with the beard, and then he had the chin strap thing because he was in Ninja Turtles, and then he had the, with the beads hanging down, like, <laughs> like insane to think how many Seamus is. And then this Seamus looks the best out of all of them because the way they they, they have the uh, face, whatever they call it nowadays, the uh, the new kids say it. I can't think of what they call it. Well, all I know is say he looks really good. <laughs> like it's really good to see Seamus. In the best light they possibly can give him, other than like just making him look funny, because the last game twenty was trash, so he looked nothing like Shamers. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, the next match we're going to talk about is Charlotte versus Rondo. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the, wasn't the best, was it? Um, yes, I, 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 I enjoyed it. So. Like like I said to you guys before we went on we went live, it was put in a really awkward position, uh, a place to to have because. No, I find the problem with Rhonda is, I don't find her genuine, and I think she struggles being genuine in front of a crowd uh, because you know her career has been, uh, UFC or judo in the Olympics. She doesn't really have to pay attention to the crowd. You don't have to work a crowd there. UFC didn't have to work a crowd there. I mean, she's probably had to some way or form, but the actual in cage bit you're not going to turn around and and look for cheers and booze while you're kicking the living crap out of someone um so i think she just really struggles connecting with the crowd and and charlotte's got this really weird thing where she's booed constantly on tv and then when she comes onto the pay-per-view she's like amazing or, or at least beloved by half of the audience and it just it it's it didn't it didn't work and i think that's mainly because again Folk were just going, oh my god, we just saw Cody Rhodes, and also, oh my god, Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming out next. This is the time we need to go and and get our beers. We need to go and and have a, a quick piss. And it's a shame that that's the match that it was that that was where it was positioned. But um, it just yeah, it didn't click for me. It wasn't wasn't one that I would rewatch. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I feel bad for them because, no offense, I've watched every single Charlotte match, and you tell me one match where she put on a bad match. Yeah, she's fantastic in the ring. She gets Absolutely. so much. Sorry. No, I was going to say, she, she knows her crowd. She works them to an absolute T. Uh, if, if she needs them to react, she'll make them react. And uh, she she dragged... I, I wouldn't say it was the... I'd say it was the worst match on the show. But I wouldn't say it's a, it was a necessarily a terrible match. It just was put into a position where it, I don't think... They could have done something incredible and it still would have been like, that was fine. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So... Yeah, I I feel like Charlotte gets all this hate for like no reason because I mean I I mean I don't I don't get it. It's like there's so many more people to hate on the roster than than Charlotte. Charlotte's always put every single time she puts 110 percent into her matches and she tries really hard and she gets shit for it. You know what I mean? But I just got a secret love affair for Charlotte Flair. Secret lover. I, I, I I just I just don't get it. Why well, you have that Charlotte Flair picture behind you, Geek? I see that poster behind you. Secret fan. No, Secret. no, Joe, Joe, you want to elaborate? Yeah. About why that? Why I can't? Why I don't like Charlotte Flair? Because yeah. she's a she's a cut out of her dad. <laughs> like they use her as the the new star of the Flair family. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I, I had no problem with Charlotte. I just think that like I feel that like they're using her as the new. Flair, but she is well, she is a new flair. But you know what I mean, guys, like she's the new female version of Ric Flair with the attitude and the robe and I'm better than you. You beat the man or beat the woman, you gotta beat them beat the beat the woman, you gotta get beat the woman. You know what I mean? Like you could do your own thing. You don't have to be like your dad. Be you. Be original. Be yourself. But then you so guys- what, you're, what you're saying is like uh we were talking about Cody Rhodes being a, a dusty tribute uh, act for for his character coming back it's, you're finding charlotte flair is the rick flair tribute act kind of thing obviously without the flashing and, and trying to get folk to grope her you know uh it's, it's, the, she's she's just been the, the in-ring attitude of of a wcw rick flair yeah kind of pretty much oh, all yeah. the robes the the attitude the chops the well, of course, you you got to say woo, even though you in every match you hear a woo when someone gets chopped these days. It's like it's like not even funny. It's like woo. This is Chris Benoit versus Santa Claus. What the heck is wrong, with you guys? <laughs> like, like why are we wooing in this match? <laughs> like, but yeah, that's what I feel like. It's like wasn't she a different character before when she was in NXT? She just wore like the the short. Like outfit like she wears now, but she didn't wear the robes, right? No, she didn't wear the robes. No, yeah, she could do that. Like you didn't have to be like your dad. I know it's Ric Flair is cool and all, but being mm-hmm. original is cool too. <laughs> like, but you don't you don't rip on Braun Breaker though. I like this. There you go. This is my thing. I like the Steiner brothers. <laughs> I'm a you, big. You Steiner don't like so. You saying you don't like Ric Flair? Is what you're saying? I like Flair, but I don't like that someone has to continue and bring him up all the time like like it's good to bring up Ric Flair when it's like an anniversary for a Starcade or a Halloween Havoc but not every single show like yeah I'm old school but I'm not that old school <laughs> yeah 
Next match, we'll, we'll have to say the main event. There we go. The, the main event, the Stone Cold Show right now. Well, not the Kevin Owens Show, I'm sorry. Kevin Owens been ripping on Stone Cold for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then finally, he gets the, the uh, invitation back from Stone Cold himself. It's WrestleMania. It's in Texas. This is a main event. So... You know what the weird thing is? As uh, I put out a tweet last night, and last time I, last time Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled live, I was twelve years old. Uh, so it's WrestleMania nineteen. That was that was his last match with The Rock, and uh, I was thir- I'm thirty one now, and I saw this, and it's it's the weirdest thing when he came out and he had his knee braces on, I was automatically hooked. I was hooked anyway, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the fact that he came out with these knee braces on, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a match. It's going to be a match. Oh my God, guys. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then, and then uh, of course, then you're thinking, oh, it's going to be a stunner. That'll be it. That'll be it. And everyone will be sent home happy. All good. But then the match started and it it kept going. And I was like, oh my God, this is this is an actual match. Yeah. Is, I mean, Austin looked a bit bit tired and slow at the start. And the weird thing is, as soon as he got suplexed on the concrete floor and actually took a bump, then Stone Cold Steve Austin suddenly appeared and rejuvenated and started battering lumps out of Owens and suplexing him on the stage and and became the old Stone Cold again as he was strutting about and and just having beers every every three minutes uh, (laughs) and and everything. It was just, if you're going to go by big old Big Davey Meltzer's ratings, was it a good match? Was it an absolute amazing 13 minute, 14 minutes yeah. of nostalgia? Fuck yes, it was. Yeah, it was exactly. the best time and I I loved it. I mean, like I said, Bianca and Becky, my favorite in ring match of the night, my favorite moment of this WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. Beautiful. Yeah, the, the only thing that would have made it even more perfect is if Kevin Owens, uh, Stone Cold came out in the vest. The, yeah. old, the old skull, skull vest. I mean, that he used to come out with. You think he retired that to like a frame in his in his man cave now? Because I, leather doesn't last that long. <laughs> no, it made it even more perfect because at the end, it was, he was toasting with his brother in the ring. If he stunned his brother, that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing. Yeah, Stone Cold. I mean, he looked absolutely incredible during that match. Absolutely incredible. I mean, if I could watch watch it back. Just Stone Cold's probably, if not one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He has to be. He has to be up there, up there with The Rock, Austin. I mean, The Rock, Hogan, the Wall of Fame. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's probably one of the greatest over there. And I still can't believe he he actually wrestled that match and didn't look like he missed a beat at all. My yeah, like said, but, but bar the first little bit when he was doing the stomp in the uh, stomp in the corner and stomping mud holes, I thought that okay, he's looking a bit ropey here. He's fifty-seven. Give him a little bit of time. But like I said, as soon as he got, he, they went into the crowd and he got suplexed. I don't know what happened. It's like he had a switch in the back of his his surgically repaired neck that went Steve Austin, and as soon as he hit the concrete, Stone Cold's on, and then Stone Cold started just running roughshod for the whole uh, rest of the match, and it was just oh, I. I was so excited, and at this point, it's, it was like half past four in the morning uh, in the UK here, and 
I I was a little bit tired after Flair Rousey because thought this is a this is a bit boring, and then that woke me straight up and I was buzzing. I, I didn't get to sleep till about half five, so it was an extra uh, <laughs> hour or something. I was waiting, just going. I just saw Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle for the first time in nineteen years. This is the best moment ever. This is how how is night two going to compare to this? Because this is this was oh, on the surface. This I mean, this was supposed to be like the the week. One, because you leave all your best stuff for the night two kind of thing. Because, um, you know, you've got to, got to watch. If you watch night one, you have to watch night two kind of thing. And, ah, oh, it's just, it was brilliant. It was an excellent WrestleMania. I, I just, it's probably been the best one in the last couple of years, at the very least. I mean, Thunderdome and, and um, Pandemic notwithstanding, it was just a, a amazing night of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you compare this one to 17, because 17 is an absolute classic. But, like, you just go back and say, how are they going to top this? You do. You have you still got AJ Styles and Edge, which is going to be absolutely amazing. You still have – I, I, I have a feeling Rock – I mean, not Rock. Brock and Roman's going to be really, really, really good. Oh, yeah, it's always good. I, I have yeah. a feeling – the fans are shitting at it already, but I have a feeling – it's going to be boss. That match is going to be match of the night. They, no they have to have that as a main event. If they don't, they're making a humongous mistake. That, but, you got you got Knoxville Zane, which is going to be just craziness. It's not going to be a technical classic by any stretch of the imagination, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then you got McAfee Theory, which we've seen Pat McAfee. He... he he made Adam Cole. He, him and Adam Cole had an amazing match, mm-hmm. and uh, and even when he did War Games as well, he was he was just incredible. So that's going to not just elevate the show itself, but make Austin Theory probably really elevate Austin Theory as well. And my only concern with Edge and AJ Styles is, I think Edge has learned that less is more because his match against Randy Orton, forty five minutes his return, it was too long way too long and his last couple matches with like Seth Rollins they were a bit shorter and they were more condensed but it made them more exciting so I I can't see this going past 15-20 minutes maybe max but it's going to be a lot of content and a lot of fun in that 20 minutes because it's AJ Styles and and Edge is is the heel so he'll be a bit more dominating he's not going to be uh, oh no I've injured my neck in the first two minutes I'm going to have to sell this for the next 18 so it's going to be a, a, a just yeah there's, there's so many highlights that are going to happen tonight, hopefully, yeah. uh, and I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be up for it. And like I say, wired on Red Bull. Yeah, oh, geez. <laughs> I'm going to hear about you on lo- on on uh, international news. Scottish guy goes crazy after WrestleMania. <laughs> it's it's going to be trending worldwide on the. Sorry, sorry. I'll be the I'll be the new Florida man. You know, he, oh, everything, yeah. everything's. <laughs> Picture the mugshot like this. Like, oh my god, I know him. Oh no, Billy, oh, crap. Geek, Billy got arrested. He's running naked through the streets. Why? WrestleMania. Right, <laughs> like, don't know him. No, I, I think after after tonight's show, you, it'll be renamed the AWN instead of the SWN. I'd be like, Wait, what, what? What's the reason? It's WrestleMania. Why? It's WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, but I, I agree with you 100%. I think Zane is in there with Knoxville, and that Zane knows 110% what he's doing in the ring. He's going to make Knoxville look like a million bucks in the ring. Um, for P- AJ and AJ Styles is going to be awesome because you got two vets right there. Rock, I mean, uh, Brock and uh, Roman is going to be amazing. 
Plus, you have maybe the possibility of The Rock coming out at the end, which the, oh, the crowd is going to yeah. go absolutely insane for. So I, I, I said that Geek said that to me like yesterday, and I said this to him again today. Roman wins. He's in the ring with the belt over his head, both belts over his head. And then you hear, if you smell what The Rock is cooking, and he's on the ramp like. Yeah, the, the place goes absolutely nuts. He's, he's on the ramp. Roman's the the and he's staring, and but it, it would make it even funnier because you know how Paul Heyman has that those facial expressions, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, think- I, I I'm all in for that. I, I've I've been waiting for for I think so, Survivor Series. Of course, he didn't appear, but I was hoping that was going to be the moment. But give me a, a year long build of just Roman. Uh, paranoid that the rock's going to turn up and getting more and more uh, like paranoid and, and unstable as the year goes on. Um, maybe he loses the title. The rock doesn't need the belt. The rock Roman does not need a belt involved. No, so no. we can we can have uh, rock and Roman as as the main event of night one or two two because two, 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 the rock. Um, and and not have a belt involved and it could just be a case of the rock doesn't need to turn up until. I know Rumble season, uh, the very latest. If he turns up tonight, then it, it just it's just a case of Roman being paranoid that The Rock is going to turn up again and and uh, try and lay claim to the head of the table. And I think Roman's got enough, and Heyman's got enough uh, acting chops to keep us interested uh, over the course of the year. I think it would make Roman a bit more dangerous in the ring because he has to retain. He has to retain so he can. Um, he can face the rock with the title on the line because they're fighting over the head of the table kind of thing. And, and uh, even if he does lose it, like I say, doesn't need the belt involved, but oh, there's so many possibilities if the rock turns up at, at when the show ends tonight. I, I still think the rock is showing up because you have a hundred thousand people and you have two nights of WrestleMania. He has to show up to set up for next year's WrestleMania. So it's, it's destined because you, I mean, to, for them to fill out, uh, AT&T Stadium, and you want that reaction with 100,000 fans screaming at the yeah. top of their lungs at the end of night, too. So and I I still think The Rock is showing up tonight. Or, remember, what, what goes on tomorrow? I don't think it happens tomorrow. I think it has to happen tonight, if anything. I, I agree with that, yeah. I think it would have to happen tonight. And then Raw, we can, we can even Raw starts with the Roman opening the show and getting all the booze in and speaking about the rock i think that would be enough for it to to, to tide over mm-hmm. uh but no, i absolutely agree with you geek that that if the rock's going to turn up for next year's wrestlemania it has to come out tonight yeah has to, has to you know and you and i was thinking the raw opens because are they going to redo the championship because if roman gets both belts they're gonna have to get another belt like nxt did for the women's division what would you think about they bring back a new version of the undisputed title? What if they bring back the Eagle Belt? I I like the uh, oh my 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 personal favorite belt is obviously the Archer one because that's when I started watching. But I really like uh, the WWE title that came in afterwards, the first undisputed belt. Mm. Uh, actually, so much so that oh, he's got it, doesn't he? <laughs> Yep, that's the belt I was talking about. That's the Brock Lesnar belt, as I call it. <laughs> I call yeah, that the Brock so, Lesnar title. Yep, that belt. Yep, that belt. Yep. If that came back with uh, maybe a little bit of a redesign, then I'd, that'd be cool. Um, but like I said earlier, for the uh, 
like the Rollins Cody stuff. I think if if Roman does win, he'll keep the Universal title and and uh, not fake or vacate it. Maybe vacate the WWE title or or kind of dissolve it. And then Adam Pearce says that we still be a champion for Raw. So this brings on a, a tournament for the title of the Eds at SummerSlam or something. There could be shenanigans involved to get yeah. there, but. Um, I, th- I think there still needs to be a champion on each show um, yeah. at, the, at the end of it all. So, what are the chances of Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam in Nashville? That's yeah, that that's uh, sounds like a possibility. Then, if if we put it that way, like like I was saying earlier, I would love to see uh, Cody Seth Part Two at SummerSlam, maybe. Um, but you know, I'm 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 a Honestly, I'm a bitch for WWE. I'll just take what they give me and, and go. All right, cool. I don't like this bit, but I like this bit, so I'll keep keep, keep an eye on that. Um, if they if they give if they even did like Roman versus uh, Shinsuke at SummerSlam, I'll probably go. I'll watch it anyway. So um, that's just yeah how it will be. But um, oh yeah, like I said, it's WrestleMania season. The possibilities are endless. Endless how we're going to go from here. Because um, what if Brock wins? Yeah, uh-huh. totally. Exactly. Yeah, he's right. He, he's totally right. Like, what if Brock wins? Then it's Brock and Rock. Yeah, I'll get. Oh wow, Brock Rock Part Two. Remember, I was at me and you were at Brock Rock. Brock. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Brock Rock. We we were at Brock Rock Part One. SummerSlam. Yeah. 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 That was my first SummerSlam. Yeah, that, what, what, Twenty years. Twenty years yeah, since their, 20 their years, uh, uh, last match. Wow, Geek, see? You didn't think about it. Brock Rock Part 2. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. 20 years we're making SummerSlam sound like it's going to be the ma- the greatest show of the year at this point because we're, we're kind of fancy booking all these matches for, for SummerSlam mm-hmm. now. And they uh, all don't though, happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> we have to go back and delete this that everything we said on the episode. <laughs> It's just like two of us talk going, yeah, gotta go. That, that never, that never happened. Nope, nope. That never Sorry, happened. How, how stupid are we going to look if Rock doesn't come out? We've just spent the last ten minutes speaking about what if Rock is comes yeah. out. So <laughs> we're gonna have the Thanos this part of the episode, geek. You know how to do that, okay? <laughs> Edit. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, is there anything else we haven't spoke about? Let's see. What else? Yeah, the card. Oh, we got um, Bobby Lashley and Osmos. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bobby Bobby Lashley Osmos. What do you think about that? match Bobby. That'll be fun. It'll, it'll be it'll be the moment. It'll be your uh, uh Bobby does the, the big slam to Omos and folk will go wild. Uh Omos will win because I think they need to protect him more than they need to Bobby's golden. I don't think he can do a lot to Bobby now that he won't be a contender wherever you put him in the card. So um it almost probably needs to win out of the two of them. Um I mean, there's there's still the the triple threat tag team match, uh, RK Bro Street Profits and Alpha Academy is one I'm quite excited for as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this card, it's, it looks like it's going to be quite fun. I really enjoyed Chad Gable in general with his uh, Scottish accent when he says "shush." Shush. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm mad they <laughs> didn't wait and use that as his theme song because I I liked. That I watched. I played the game, and I'm like, aww. They didn't put that in the game. <laughs> like shoosh, shoosh. Yeah. No, but I, I, I thought I'd go ahead. I was gonna say I think that just leaves the the women's tag team match, which I think is gonna. I think that will surprise people. Yeah, I, I was just about to say I thought they were gonna break up 
Arcade Bros for like the longest time for like six months already, seven months, and I'm like, I'm like, now they can't break them up. They're way too popular. <laughs> and Randy's looking so nice right now. Everybody at, at, at the access, he was in the ring. He was waving at fans, like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, is this about to get? We're we all about to get in the, the hood. They would say. About to get swerved. <laughs> that sweet Randy Orton, and he comes in. And- Rips our face off and laughs at us as he's walking off. <laughs> like, I just want them to have matching gear. If they can get matching gear for for WrestleMania, I'd be so happy. I, I, I mean, if it's if it's Randy in shorts like that, fiddles, <laughs> that would do. I, I think they need, that's what all they're missing. They're missing a little just a bit of color coordination, a bit of matching gear. If they're going to continue the RK Bro thing, definitely. Or, or uh, what's his name? I wouldn't want to see what's his name in the the, the the underwear tights, but have. Randy Orton with instead of the little snakes or whatever on the sides of his tights, have the snakes with scooters riding a scooter. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Um anything else, guys? I mean, well I think we talked about everything. We talked about the women's match, we talked about the the tag title match. I mean, and like I said, if they do do decide to do um the new day match for WrestleMania. Yeah, that, if uh, that happens, it's like yeah. weird. They could do they could still do it on the pre show. I hope so, because yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, the pre-show was really difficult to watch because I, I just this I don't like Peter Rosenberg particularly. I find him very arrogant to watch, and uh, then Jerry Lawler stumbled in at one point and just rambled into non-existence of just he just said words and no, didn't go anywhere with them. Um, so yeah, they need something. Need a need a match in there just to hold hold my, uh, your viewership over. What's with the Pete Dunn name change too? I just I just find it t- terrible. I mean, it's Vince. I will take the the Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn name change. No bother if he learns how to wear a, a flat cap because <laughs> he he needs to have his his man bun his wee ponytail lower because it looks stupid with his wee flat <laughs> cap on. Um, if he if if he has his ponytail like down a bit and he has his cap on, so it looks like that's his, he's got a normal shaped head. I don't mind. Butch, call him whatever. I don't care. He's still going to be really good in the ring either way. I, so. I, I get the reason. They want they want to own the name Butch. I get it. You know, they don't want because they don't own the name Pete Dunn. Is Pete Dunn owns the name Pete Dunn. So that's probably why they're name branding. You know? I think I it'd be cool it. if you just called him Dunn because when you get in the ring with him, you're done. Yeah. That's another. Uh, that was a great idea too. <laughs> there you go. T-shirt. Right? Get on a t-shirt. Ooh, marketing. <laughs> Done. It could just change it. Hey, they've taken everyone's first name away in WWE. Might as well just take the Pete out of the done. There you go. You done? done. You're done with it. All right. Um, um, do you have any social medias you want to promote? Or uh... yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've really I've talked. About, I've talked a lot about WrestleMania. Ooh. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, if, if you want to find out more about Scottish wrestling, uh, Twitter at Scott Resnet. Facebook, that's how it's appearing on the screen, at Scott Resnet. That's where everything goes, really. Um, com is the website. So I have results, match announcements, previews, reviews, interviews. If it's Scottish wrestling, I probably have it on the site uh, somewhere. Um, and then we put out a new episode of the podcast as of now, uh, which reminds me I need to upload Monday's episode, uh, Monday and Fridays, uh, which it's. Uh, if you want to find out more about Scottish wrestlers, possibly in your area, uh, then I am I am the place where you can find that information. Hopefully, or, 
Or if you're American, you want to find out more about Scottish wrestlers. You exactly. Can to this yeah. guy right here. <laughs> if, 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 if you want to, if, right, if, if any episodes for it to jump in on um, the names you may have heard of, Joe Hendry, uh, Big Demo. I've got those. Those are probably my biggest names I've ever had on. Uh, former Killian Dane, of course, and Sane. So uh, they're they're your two big names maybe to jump in on. And then there's some cracking episodes with with past guests from the Dudes at Ringside uh, podcast, like uh, Jason Hyde, like Ruby Roberts. Uh, like Brody Adler, I had a couple of good chats with Brody Adler in the past, and He's yeah, there's, I think I think there's something for everyone, and there is non-UK content, non-Scottish content as well with uh, the Untitled Wrestling podcast. I've got um, one I'd recommend is Lexi Lux. She's uh, American, but she wrestles in Sweden, and she's she's really cool. Again, I, I'd probably recommend you, you giving her a shout as well because there's something a bit unstable about her kind of thing a bit dangerous and she's really cool so it's it's there's a lot of stuff on there if you check out swn uh, scottish wrestling network on apple Podcasts and spotify i'm sure there'll be a name you'll recognize and a story you'll love definitely kid and, and he's got he's got great content by the way that loads and loads of content billy's awesome by the way so please give him a follow as well if, if everyone's still in the chat please follow billy's follow the scottish wrestling network they're an awesome podcast and they do so much for everybody to help everybody. So, and they're great for the wrestling business. So, all right, Billy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You've been awesome, man. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Thanks for, thanks for eventually the two of us, oh, three, three of us uh, figuring out the time difference and getting this set up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the future, come back and we can talk more, you know? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, so I to hit, hit you up again. Cause this was lots of fun. I enjoyed yeah. having you on, Billy. My DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll be in contact even after the podcast is yeah. over. Yeah, we'll definitely will. <laughs> cool so, stuff. All right. Yeah. But just not like six, not like 8 o'clock at night or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like 2 o'clock their time or something. Yeah. 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 I'll, 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 my latest, I don't like recording past 9 o'clock. That's, that's like, that's my that's my thing because I just get tired. And, and then nobody likes a, a grumpy go, a grumpy podcast host where I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I want to go to bed now. Um, but no, well, we'll def, sure we'll get something else started up, uh, started in the future. So if you want to do the send-off, Joe, he could start. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm Metal Geek. Oh, I'm I'm Billy. And we will see you in the next one.